Hello and welcome back to It's Not Just Black and White, where the topics that we discuss are most likely going to be controversial. So if you're easily offended or even very difficultly offended, this may not be the place for you. As always, my name is Eddie Lake and I'm sitting here with Jordan Brown yo. and Corey Bearclaw. Yo, yo. Gentlemen, thank you for coming together. I think this week might be arguably not only one of our most controversial topics, but it is for sure our heaviest one. Yes. Um, a number of things to get clear when we're having this discussion, right? Uh, a number of things that this episode is about and is not about. What it is about is some facts, some truths, some busting some myths and misconceptions. We're going to go into the history of the region and also the importance, the deeper meaning about if we allow things like this to happen. What it's not is choosing sides, shaming anyone, nor is it a shunning of any group or region. And I'll be the first to say that there was a number of things that I also believed and I've also said that were simply incorrect. And I want to make sure that we clarify some of those things today and make sure that the things that we're saying are correct. So without further ado, let me introduce the topic. <laughs> today we're going to be talking about Israel and Palestine. Okay, I don't want to call it a conflict because I don't believe it's as simple as a conflict. Um, I do think that where we should begin is the history of the region. And specifically, I wanted to start and focus on which empires controlled the region. And I went as far back as 2000 BC. Okay? Jesus. So we're going, we're going to do this kind of fast, but I want to be thorough about what I'm saying here as well. Um, there are a number of empires that were not Muslim or Jewish that owned the region before, right? And basically, remember that some empires lasted centuries, some decades, um, and regionally, just because an empire lost the land doesn't mean that that empire has, has fallen. So they may lose that land, but they're probably still a giant empire that's still around, because empires, um, just as Rome wasn't built in a day, it certainly didn't crumble in a day. And we're going to talk about Rome as well today. Um, so starting off with, as far as we know, what I wanted to point out also is it's so funny to me the, that we use the death of Christ as a historical point. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're religious or not, even there's still a man that existed and there was still a time before him yeah. and a time after him. I thought that was amazing, to be honest, right? Because all of the scientists, they still will say AD, right? Yeah. yeah. All of the scientists. Yeah. Anyway, so the first recorded empire which laid claim to the region from 2000 BC to 1500 BC, just about, these are rough numbers, it was the Canaanite people. These are people that were also mentioned in the Bible. Um, these are the first men, as far as we know. These are our first people. This is where like the uh, miscommunication happens when people say, yeah, we were all Israelites before, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's, that doesn't mean that there was an Israel there before, and that doesn't mean that if you're an Israelite that you're Israeli, because the Canaanites spoke a Semitic language, but they were a non-Abrahamic uh, whatever their faith was or not. So 
there's going to be four distinctions when I'm telling you guys like uh, who owned the region. So there's non-Abrahamic faiths, there's uh, Christian, Jewish, and Muslim. So okay. what is non-Abrahamic faiths? Basically, it stems from those who basically in the beginning, there was the first tribe, right? Abraham. Mm-hmm. Um, he was son of Adam, mm-hmm. right? His tribe, this Abrahamic faith, as they would say, because he basically spread the first words of who we were and what we are. Yeah. So non-Abrahamic is basically any religion that doesn't follow the test, the tenets of Abraham, which is the first religion, first men, uh, Abraham. So there's is Abraham, let's like Jewish and Muslim and Christian. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that's Abrahamic faith. They believe that there was a guy, uh, Abraham, who populated the earth, basically the first. I see. Yeah. I see. Um, and then there's the non-Abrahamic, which is Buddhism, Hinduism, any paganism, Satanism, anything that really doesn't fall or believe in, or in like Abraham. Or recognize that. Does yeah. not recognize Abraham. I see. Um, and if that's the case, they, because they may not also recognize Christ now because he was a- a- Abraham. Yeah, you know I, mean? I see. Um, so anything outside of those religions, I, I think, I, wanna, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I'm almost certain is non-Abrahamic. So that's why... The earliest, you know, you know, faith in that in that region was not Abrahamic because it was before like, Abraham even happened. Before the prophets right? even yes, told their stories. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And for instance, you know, in the Bible characters like David, um, these guys come up, but hundreds of years actually after that, these guys were there. So the Canaanites first people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, distinction being that they're not Abrahamic, so they started. Like from the beginning, there was not an Abrahamic faith there. So to mm-hmm. anybody that says Muslims were there first or Israel or Jews were there first, it's not exactly the truth. Okay, And Muslims were definitely not there first. Okay, But again, in this one, we're not going to make it about a religion or not. Because at the end of the day, it's uh, pretty square what's happening outside of a religion as well. Yeah. It's... Um, anyway. So then you have... 1500 BC to 1300 BC, just around there. Uh, you have the Egyptian New Kingdom. Okay, this the distinction is this is the ancient Egypt everyone's always talking about. Ancient Egypt. Not the Egypt, because there's another Egypt, I'll tell you guys about it. Not the Egypt that we hear about who consorted with Greeks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's not the same, because even when that, when that time comes, I'll tell you about it. They used to even talk about an ancient civilization. Okay, so that's, that's, the, that's the new uh, Egyptian New Kingdom. Um, where influences and mysteries still remain. Things that we have not figured out and things that we still use today still are, are there. Um, and the important figure to remember in history that your history books don't tell you and no media will ever tell you, this uh, the guy to remember, he's probably one of the most important characters of our civilization. His name is Hermes Trismegistus. Okay, Megistus, Megustus. Whatever it may be, if you want to find out about the true origins of the world, you look up this guy. Okay, that's all I'll say on that one. Then we move on to 1300 uh, BC to a little over 1000 BC. Okay? This is the Jebusite or Jebusite. I don't know how to say it. These are, again, biblical people. These were mentioned in the books of Joshua and Samuel um, in the Hebrew Bible. Okay, and these guys, so there was the Canaanite the new Egyptian kingdom, then these guys, once again, these were Canaanites who came back and took power with a different name. And they took power in the sense that they built an empire, but they controlled that region at the time. 
non-Abrahamic still. So they lived in their headquarters within Jebus on the Mount of Zion in Jerusalem. Know that whenever this power shifts, it's really like because Jerusalem is like a power hub. Like it, Jerusalem is really what anybody is after. And when the religious faiths start coming in, they're after because Jerusalem is the Holy Land. Uh, and it shifts hands a bunch. It's it's weird. Like so, hundreds of times. Hundreds of times. It's actually 34 times. 34. Oh. Yeah. It's actually, it seems like hundreds of times. It, times. It's actually 34 <laughs> times throughout history. Yeah. That's a lot less than 100. I, I did the number and I'm going to give you some statistics too okay. about who owned what. All right. All I got right. you. Um, and then, so the conquest of Jerusalem was this, this is, um, so being conquered by the new Egyptian kingdom. So, or they're conquering that kingdom and the conquest was started by Joshua, which is in the book. And then it was ended by King David. Hmm. Okay. Which is when the first period of Jewish rule started because King David, he established the United Israelite monarchy. Uh, and which eventually became and evolved into the kingdom of Judah. Mm. And the kingdom of Judah was much longer. The, the United Israel monarchy was longer, uh, smaller. But this is where the first uh, Jewish, full Jewish rule came. And this is 1047 BC to 930 BC. And they held power right around there. Then we see the, um, what it's called is the, Neo-Assyrian, non-Abrahamic, Neo-Assyrian empire, they came in. This was at the time, I want you to know, each empire, when these comes, they're basically the biggest empire that ever existed. At that time. Yeah, you know the, you know the saying like, uh, hard times, you know, something like that, hard times make strong men, strong men create easy times, easy times, you know, yeah. destroy society. Yeah. This is basically what all of our history is. There'll be a group that sets up, builds an empire, gets strong, gets lazy, new, stronger warriors come in, kill them. Hmm. Basically, that's how all of it is. Over um, and over and over and over again. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 34 times. 34 times. Yeah. 34 times. So, this is the, in the reigns of the kingdom of Judah. There was Saul, there was David, mm -hmm. and there was Solomon. That's this time. These are all like biblical times. Yeah. So, yeah. these are the. You're seeing the stories unfold, actually. Yeah. These stories happen during this time. Um, so, evolved the kingdom of Judah. Which is also, I just found this out today, which is also referred to as Babylon. Babylon, yep, the Babylonians. That's, that's yes. Babylon, uh, heathen. And remember, even if you are Abrahamic, I don't get this at all because if that was a Jewish controlled and there was, you know, like there's hedonistic things happening in there, they also didn't like that. So why it's happening there? I thought Babylon was non-Abrahamic and that's why Abrahamic faiths were saying that was the demons in there. But that was an Abrahamic faith. So really, since they got there, they were fucking around. <laughs> then another, so this is where the Assyrians came in from 911 BC to 609 BC. This was the Mesopotamian Empire, the largest empire at the time. Uh, what's really important to know that the Assyrians, they, early, they perfected early techniques of imperial rule. Many became standard practices in later empires. Um, it's it's very important in the ways that they did I didn't look into but I know that the influence is there then Neo-Babylonian okay this is a non-Abrahamic empire but they're basically trying to resurrect Babylon again mm. and it's the same sense so Babylon wasn't over when it fell it did uh, re-rise which is amazing uh, like uh, because they tried to bring it back and I see right here they didn't hold it for that long at all um, and then they basically held it until, again, a non-Abrahamic. 
which so the difference being the non-Abrahamic why because the Persian Empire was Zoroastrian, not Muslim. Muslims uh, weren't even in the picture till like hundreds of years later. Yeah, you know what I mean. But when we had it, we had it. You know what I mean? Anyway, they're not around until after Christ. Um. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But you see, the stories of Judah and King David are also told in the same book. Yeah. So the like the biblical stories are the same. Yeah. Um. Just the way that they conquered is different. That's really the only difference. Hmm. So then this is the Achaemenid, Achaemenid Empire, okay, from 550 BC to around 330 BC. So this empire, so it was founded by Cyrus the Great. This is the movie The 300. This, these are this Persians yeah. to, to be the, the movie. Three, yeah, because King Xerxes, he's, this is that, this is the movie Them. 300. Yeah, I see. That's what they're talking about. That's the era that that movie is in. And once again, it was the largest, actually, I mean, we hear about the Persian Empire today still. Mm-hmm. So they were, they were the largest at the time, uh, before any other empire. They were giants. Then I found this quite interesting. Then it, the region went into the control of what's known as the Diadochi, which are uh, the Ptolemic, uh, like Emperor, uh, the Pharaoh Ptolemy, you know, that line, uh-huh. which is like a Greek line in Egypt. Um, and then the Ptolemy and Seleucid. This was this empire. So the Diadochi, or Diadochi, Diadochi, these were Alexander the Great's uh, generals, top generals and boys. Okay? Basically, when he died in uh, 330, I want to say, these guys started fighting over who's going to control what. And that's why in that time, the Diadochi, they controlled that region. I think Diadochi is like an ancient Greek word for general. Or like their court. Basically after that, I mean, there was rule. They weren't going to last long because they were an a... They were going to fail because their whole thing was taking power out of chaos. So if you take power from chaos, that doesn't mean that order comes about from it. It's just chaotic power. Yeah. So they didn't hold on to it. And once again, the second Jewish empire came to be. Which is the Hasmonean kingdom. Which is from 140 BCE to 37 BCE. Um, these guys also did not have it for very long because the Roman Empire got real strong, okay? And the Romans took it from them. I don't know why they don't have beef with the Romans. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, because the Romans fucked the Hasmonean kingdom up, dude. Because they were the, they were better warriors than anybody up at that time. And they had technology through however they got it. Maybe it's a completely different podcast conversation. But they were able to wreck people in battle. Was it Hasmonean? Hasmonean. army, were they near Judah? Where Judah was placed before? Exactly. the same exact spot? Yeah, so basically... So they're still near the water, so that the Roman navy could have came and still wiped them out. But Yes, yeah. So remember that basically, whenever... Whenever power changes hands in a region, you need to control the hubs of that region. Otherwise, you're not a real power. And that's what Jerusalem and that region is, Mount Zion. That's really what it is. Yeah. That's, that's, if you control that, then you control, like, the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what really shifted hand. It was always Jerusalem. And then when the religious stuff started to happen uh, after Christ's death, that, you know, that brought a whole different layer of, you know, you could say atrocities, you could say a number of things. Enlightenment, even good things and bad things. Um, the Roman Empire I wanted to talk about a little bit. So when the Roman Empire takes over, because they hold it, like, one of the, they're like the longest, one of the longest people to hold it. The longest is Canaanite, New Egyptian Kingdom, Ottoman, um, Roman, and Byzantine. 
and Byzantine is still just Roman. I'll tell you the distinction in a little bit. So this is post-Republican period of ancient Rome. Okay, so to clear this, this, the distinction, 27 BC to 284 AD, that's technically considered ancient Rome. And then from 284 to 476, that's like the modern-day Roman Empire. And it's also what we talk about, oh, Rome wasn't built in a day, but it got crumbled pretty quickly. Um, Very quickly. The two markers for the end of the Roman Empire is number one, Christianity became the main religion in 380 AD. So you can't be, you can't be holding on to the pagan things that made you great because you're no longer that society. Then you, that's the same thing. You get power, you get weak. That's the same thing that happened there. And then the fall of the Western Roman Empire to Germanic kings, which then marks the end of this empire and the beginning of the Middle Ages. Mm. So then, so the land went immediately from Western Roman Empire to what's also known as the Eastern Roman Empire, which is the Byzantine Empire. And the Byzantine Empire is, once it's introduced, which is from 224 AD to 651 AD, this is the first Christian empire to hold the land, to hold the region. Of Judah? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, I okay, you don't want to say all Judah because, you know, the boundaries always changed. Because Kingdom of Judah had, like, you know, actually Palestinian land and stuff. Whereas yes, but the reason why I'm bringing it back to Judah is because you can say that they, they conquered and had all the land circa around the Mediterranean Sea. Sure, but we want to focus on like the mainland yeah. of Judah, Jerusalem, Absolutely. and Israel and Palestine. We, we don't care about the rest right now. We don't yeah. care about Italy. So exactly, yes. We're now just talking about that region. Yes. So now the first Christian uh, rule of this region is the yes. Byzantines, which is Eastern Rome, okay? Which is like the Balkans and whatnot. It's the Eastern side of Rome, which is now Christian. Yeah. Um, the Byzantines, they lost control of the empire to the second Persian empire. Um, this, uh, they, so this is around, um, two, around 224 AD. Okay. This is when the, that empire started, the second Persian empire. And that is the Sassanid, or you can also call the Neo-Persian empire. And once again, to confirm that is also the Persian empire. Now you guys know when anybody talks about the Persian empire, they're non-Abrahamic and they're not Muslim. They were Zoroastrian, which is along the lines of it, but they have, like, there's a fire aspect of their religion. Well, I don't want to say the wrong things about them, but very cool people, obviously. Um, which also didn't last long. I think it, it's the shortest reign out of all of them. The second Persian Empire, not much happened. Um, and then it went back to the Byzantines for a short amount of time. Very short amount of time. Then it started what I like to call the era of Islamic rule. Because when Muslims had it, up until the Hundred Years' War and the Crusades, they had the longest and most secure rule, and it was also the most prosperous time during that. That time is our, or Muslims, enlightenment period, mm. where all maths, where, where algebra is being created, where all these new trains of thoughts... Because if you look it up, Muslims created a bunch of things, and that's all would happen all right there. Yeah, and that was a point where everybody lived in that. Uh, so everybody who lived in like Jerusalem, you could be Jewish, you could be you know, Christian, and everybody 
live together to a certain that was, extent, right? Dude, that was literally the case. That's that's what that land is. It's a land where every that's what it was for, where mm-hmm. all the religions can live in peace. Yeah, because that's the time where they built that that big like temple, right? Like, yeah. You know, I forget what it's called. The yeah. Last yeah, they people, built the dome. The last people to support that, basically up to the point where Britain had the land, is the Ottomans. The Ottomans enforced that because Mehmed II... Uh, I think they're one of their best guys who he brought down Constantinople, in fact. Um, he conquered Constantinople. Mehmed II, he made sure that all these people, uh, that all of his people under the empire of the Ottomans had the freedom to practice their own religions. A lot of empires did that. The Mongols did that. Hmm. They were brutish. Yep. But they never held the land either, so maybe that's a different conversation, <laughs> okay? So... The Muslim, the Islamic rule era, okay, the first one was established, it was called the Rashidun Empire. Now, there's four names I want you to, I mean, you're not going to remember, it's hard names. There's Rashidun, Umayyad, Abbasid, and uh, Ikshidid. These were the four um, main, they're called caliphates, but the empires are four caliphates that were created after the death of the Prophet Muhammad. But during, so they have... It switched hands from these empires, but those empires all really believed the same thing because they all followed the Prophet. Mm-hmm. So there's four main ones and three other ones. And they're all like they're all very familiar to me as I was reading them, the words. Okay, so it goes Rashidun um, um, from, from 632 AD to 1100 AD. It's basically different tribes of Islam. Rashidun, Umayyad, Abbasid, Ikshidid, Fatimid, Seljuk, and then Fatimid again. Okay, that's 1100. Then you have the second and maybe the most important Christian rule. You set up the kingdom of Jerusalem. This was uh, around the end and after of the Crusades, the Hundred Years' War. That war was over that. You know, the Crusaders, they went into Solomon's Temple. This is all that time. Mm-hmm. This is all, the, all the night movies, this is this, around this time, okay? Um, these are the Crusaders. Then we went back, Ayyubid. You, remember I always tell you guys about Emperor Saladin. Okay, so it went from like the, like Christian the Crusaders back to an Arab or, yes. or, or, or Islamic. Yes, world, right? it went back to Islamic, which is Ayyubid. This was arguably one of the strongest empires because the generals were strong, but it didn't last very long. Um, from 1187 to 1229, it's Ayyubid. Then once again, the Christians win and they take control once again, set up the kingdom of Jerusalem. 1229 to 1244. Then once again, the Ayyubid. Hmm. Okay. So they're going back and this forth. This is post-Hundred Years' War when um, Emperor Saladin... So this guy, you know, he created things like, you know, they fought in the desert. So basically, wherever his camp was set up, uh, he would have like a number, like maybe 20 or maybe 50, 100 soldiers. I think the Mongols did this too. Run in a circle. Run in a circle so that the other army... They think that there's more of them than they, they are. Uh, it's really quite genius. Um, then after Ayyubid is Mamluk, another Muslim one held very long. Then we have the Ottomans. Out of all the Muslims, the Ottomans held it the longest. And also the Ottomans did that not only through sheer brute force, they gave religious freedom to their empire. And that was a huge thing for them, Ahmed II, as I was saying. After the Ottomans... The Ottomans lose to the British, right? So what's happening during this time? This is World War One. Exactly, yeah. World War One, and 
basically we're going to later talk about right after the, this history lesson is done we're going to talk about how uh, what role Britain had or the United Kingdom of Britain had in in forging not just Israel but literally so many countries and literally forging the modern world yeah we're going to talk about that a little bit as well and after British there was the Balfour Declaration, which we're going to get into. Then Israel and Jordan was established. And then Israel. It's a lot of switching hands. Yeah, 34 times. So I so to look at the statistics, to give the numbers on it, if you look at the 34 times from Canaan to Israel today, 10 out of 34 of those were non-Abrahamic. 5 out of 34 were Christian. 13 out of 34 were Muslim. And 4, if you want to count um, another one, it's 5. 5 out of 34 were Jewish. Hmm. So if anybody ever says we had it the longest, because even time-wise, they never held it the longest. They never, they never organized enough to hold power until now. Until now. Yeah. This is what they should have done with their first kingdom. But it was really, it's really difficult to do that. There, there was just stronger militaries, like left and right. Um, but now they did it. If you really think about it, if you and I wanted to set up our own country and wanted to govern ourselves, this is kind of how you're going to have to go about it. There's no more land. You can't, we're not making more land anymore, right? Unless you're in Dubai. And we're not going to make an entire country on, uh, somewhere because that's like that much more waste. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not sustainable to have another country made. Um, so you're going to have to take it from somebody else, right? This yeah. is the same thing that we, it's not that, you know, well, of course we don't feel upset about it as Americans. We did the same thing to the natives. Yeah. Um, and I have like a passionate piece about that later, but that's basically the history, right? The most re religion wise who's held it the most is Muslims. Who was there before Muslims? Non-Abrahamic. Okay. Who was there before anybody? Non-Abrahamic. Who was there before Muslims? Jews were there before Muslims. So Jews yeah. were there in the very beginning. Yeah. But then they bounced. Then they got they got kicked out essentially because they got all conquered. these other empires. Yeah. They well, they, but they, not only did they get conquered, they got kicked out. They had to move. They had to leave that land. That, yeah, that and whole then, region. Yeah, yeah, and then they went from land to land, kind of circled that sea for a long time. And somehow ended up in Europe, and then they, you know, did a lot of trade there established themselves, made themselves who they are, and then worked themselves back all the way to Judea or Jerusalem and then proceeded to want to conquer that land and take that land yeah. back from the very, very beginning. And I think, you know, to like, you know, just to make it like clear, I think actually the type of faiths or whatever that held it the longest or was there the most was the non-Abrahamic, you know, you know, religions, whatever they were. Right. Yeah, because they were they, they were ten out of thirty four, and Muslim was uh, thirteen out of thirty four. Oh, uh, I was just looking at. I mean, like lengthwise, years wise. Yes. Right? Yeah. You're right. So about like that. there was more, but they just weren't one faith, right? Yeah. So they were just like all over the place. Who yeah, knows what? They were they still probably barbarians. I mean, not to yeah. say that they don't have their own methods of worship or whatever, because yeah. we know for a fact that ancient Egypt did. They yeah. had their own gods, you know. Yeah. Well, there it is. I think that. That is as comprehensive of a regional history as that we're going to get. I think that's going to give us a solid base and a solid understanding of how to approach our next segment, which is we're going to be talking about the modern events that occurred. So hopefully you now have a better understanding of who controlled the region historically up to this point. 
Obviously, stay tuned for part two, as this is part of a series and we go deeper into the modern day events, um, providing commentary and context of the situation. As always, my name is Zeli Laik, and I'm sitting here with Jordan Brown and Corey Bearclaw. Thank you for tuning in.